After World War II, from 1946 to 1964, a new breed was raised up. A strong clan of brilliant, fearless, invincible people. Ones who believed they could do anything. Who changed the very culture of the entire world. This clan is the tribe known as the Baby Boomers. But somehow life happened. The J.O.B., the family, the kids. For some, divorce, remarriage, more kids, moving, new jobs, layoffs. And then the very people whose motto was, never trust anyone over 30, suddenly passed that age and now are double it. Many now with dim vision, lost hopes, and broken dreams are fearful that it's all over and the only thing that's left is regret. But out of the ashes was born Bobby the Boomer. His mission is to inspire belief, rekindle his clan's fire, to revive the hopes and dreams of his tribe so they will rise up once again to surpass their glory days and achieve even greater things now. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Nope! It's Bobby the Boomer! Bobby the Boomer! Hey! Bobby! Bobby boy! Yes, Grandpa? Go fix it the world! Here's Bobby. This is Bobby the Boomer coming to you today in my mobile studio. And I am just a drive-in uh, on my way home from the JLB. And I thought I'd ask a question. This show I'm going to try to put out as best I can. Hopefully, it'll be out on a Monday. So, uh, I thought with the questions I've been having as far as do you have rest? What time is it? Are we there yet? The good old days, all that kind of stuff. I got this thinking in my head where I got to thinking, do you have joy? Do I have joy? With all these trials and tribulations and all this stuff going on, do we have any joy or are we just grieving and sorrowful and sad all the time? You know, that stuff can bring you down. That's why I have done a whole lot of, what do you call it, culling, fasting? I don't know. I just stopped watching a lot of the TV shows and all the social media hubbub, everybody being on mean people and stuff. I just stopped looking at it. You know, like we said, uh, or I said a few episodes back, what you focus on is what happens in your brain. You know, you sow a seed, it starts growing, and you plant negative stuff, you're going to grow negative stuff. you looking at negative stuff all the time, guess what? So let's talk about joy today. Do you have joy? The reason I came up with this here is because, well, it's Monday. <laughs> At least while I'm trying to play this, I hopefully it's Monday. But you know what? It's a timely message no matter what because we got trials and tribulations all the time every day, don't we? So do you have joy? You know, we say, there. well, I don't say it, but there's folks that say, just go pull yourself up by your own bootstraps and uh, muscle your way through and all this stuff. Hey, what if you ain't got no boots? And what if you ain't got no muscles? Or what if you ain't that strong? You know, I got a, I got this thing every morning. I get up and I say my prayers. So, oh, Bobby's getting to, to be Bible Bobby, not Bobby the Boomer. Well, I know my faith is pretty strong, and I believe. And I'm, if I can help you with some examples and stories, that's great. Because I'm not ashamed of the gospel, and I'm not ashamed of the Lord and Savior. I'm not trying to beat you into submission or make you do anything you don't want to do. You're going to have to find out for yourself, but I'm just sowing some seeds. So, I read these, uh, what they call our daily bread. It's a little journal. It's less than two pages. And for somebody like me who doesn't read all real good, you know, reading's fundamental, it ain't 
no fun for me, and it's mostly mental. But I read these little things, and they give little scriptures, and they ask questions like, do you have joy? Or they tell little stories about folks that are having trouble and how they work their way through, or something like that. Very encouraging little things. And I thought, I saw one that talked about joy, and it gave a couple of scriptures, and I thought, well, I want to share those verses with you, and I want to hopefully encourage you that you don't have to go it alone. It says in Nehemiah 8.10, and I'm going to read a little bit better, maybe, or I'm just going to quote it for what I know right now. It says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. The reason that verse was there in Nehemiah, the book of Nehemiah, was the prophet Nehemiah. And he was encouraging Israel because the reason he wanted to tell them that, and he said, do not be grieved, because they just came back from captivity. Yeah, Israel had a thing where they would they would just follow God for a while, and then uh, they'd go off and do their own thing, and then they'd get into trouble, and they go up and down, they did good, then they did bad, and they did good, then they did Anyway, they were on an upswing, they were getting ready to have one of the feasts of the Bible, and Nehemiah was trying to encourage them, said, hey, don't grieve, this, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You don't have to do it on your own. God's going to help you. You don't have to struggle and try to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, because you can lean on God. You can lean on the Lord, and He will lift you up and give you joy. And it was true then and it's true now because it says that God is the same today, yesterday and forever. It says he doesn't change so if he doesn't change in character then that means there's a, you know, if he said that he was the joy and strength and that you don't have to be fearful. All them things that I'll never leave or forsake you. If it was true then, it's true now. So if you're having problems and you're trying to figure out how to have some joy, you can lean on the Lord. Yes, indeed. So let me go ahead and say that scripture from Nehemiah 10 and maybe expound a little bit more. Nehemiah 8:10, And it says, Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And I looked up the word grieve because that was kind of interesting to me. I like looking up words. And in the Strong's Concordance, it said grieve, to be sorry, to carve or fabricate, fashion, worry, pain, or anger. When we're sad or not joyful, do we do we fabricate problems? Do we make up stuff what uh, is worse than it actually is? Maybe we do. Maybe we don't. Maybe it is bad. But do we have pain and anger? Worry? Well, there's a way to lighten that load, and that is to have joy. And maybe I didn't expand a whole bunch more, but the whole point is the joy of the Lord is your strength. Not your joy. His joy is your strength. You can be strong depending on the Lord. And the other scripture I want to read, second scripture from part two, is in James 1, 2 through 5, and it says, count it all joy when different trials come in. That one is a little elusive to me, so why would you count joy when you have problems? Well, if you read the rest of the verse, and I'm not going to be thumping on the Bible, so if you're really interested in reading the whole context, go to James, the book of James 1, and verses 2 through 5, and it'll talk about counting it all joy when different trials come. Well, that's because it helps us. Do you ever notice when you have something you need to do, you struggle through something, it does make you stronger. They say if it doesn't kill you... <laughs> 
It'll make you stronger. Well, I don't know about that one. Yeah, that's something that uh, I have to wrap my mind around, and it is not so much that you're having joy, that you're having problems, but it's the outcome. It's the end of the matter. It's the fact that if you have joy while you're going through that, or you look to the end of the matter, you look to the fact that you can have joy in the knowledge that it ain't going to last forever, and that things are going to be okay. That was a little more, well, at least for me, I remember reading stories with Paul and them. They went into prison, Peter, they're all chained up, and they're singing psalms. They're counting a little joy to be in this kind of trouble. But I think I'm starting to figure out they understood that this life ain't the only rodeo, and there's something better in store for those that believe there's something better it's not the end it's just a part of the journey so does that mean you jump up and down and you just say yeah they're beating me they're chaining me up i got problems the campaign around i don't have no food or whatever is going on well i don't know i know some people that actually are so on fire for the Lord, and they can see, they can see the end of the story and not the middle of it where you're in the difficulties getting to the journey. Sometimes you gots to go down into the valley to get up on the mountaintop, right? And sometimes you gots to wait for the rainstorm to be done till you see the calm and the beautiful rainbow. Right. So if you're going through trials, if you're having trials and tribulations and all, yes, if, you, if you're having a hard time like me sometimes where you can't just say, yeah, this is wonderful, let's do that again. But you just got to kind of look, knowing that all things are going to work out, everything's going to be okay, and this too will pass. You know, the good times, they say, you know, what is it, time flies when you're having fun. Well, that means that when you're having a good time, things eventually end. You know, if you watch a really good movie, it's going to end. If you're having a really good party, it's time to go home. Well, you know, it works the other way, too. If you're having a lot of problems, a lot of troubles, a lot of tribulations, sooner or later, it's going to be done. And then you'll be all right. So I hope you're okie-dokie. I hope you are joyful on your journey. I hope you're able to do that and lean on the Lord. If you haven't done it, you might want to try it. And if you want to try it on your own, well, then you can go ahead and just think happy thoughts and try to do that. Go to your happy place. And like I said, focus on the positive, not on the negative. But I like to lean on the Lord because he, he doesn't put things on us that we can't handle and it's too much force. So anyhow, I like to lean on the Lord because his strength's a whole lot stronger than my strength. So the joy of the Lord is a whole lot more joyful than my little joy. So I'm going to get in on that. I hope you do too. That's what I have for you today. This is Bobby the Boomer saying to you, until next time, goodbye and God bless.